Before we get into the show, we felt it was important to touch on current events. We usually don't reference modern basketball, but last week there was an unprecedented stoppage to NBA playoff basketball due to the ongoing anti-racist movement currently taking place in the United States. Though the games are set to resume, we wanted to take a brief moment to share some information. I understand a lot of our listeners may not be from America, but if anyone gets a chance, we highly recommend you listen to some of the people we frequently discuss on this show as they have given significant contributions and have pertinent insight regarding this important issue in the United States. Former players such as Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, Chris Webber, Greg Popovich, Kenny Smith, and Doc Rivers have all had extremely powerful statements, and we encourage everyone to check them out if you haven't already done so. The NBA is over 80% black, and this podcast is a celebration of not only the game of basketball, but its players, coaches, and cultural impact, all of which wouldn't be possible without the influence of the black community. Ian and I are going to take a few hours to recalibrate and record another episode to further that celebration. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Work that live from Nakamegado. This is Magic on the Blacktop, the only NBA podcast where two Muppets open a pack of 95-96 upper deck trading cards and draft a fantasy basketball team. My name is Peter, and with me, as always is the Essex assassin, the British bully, the English enigma, the commish of the Tokyo Senshi, the Sarunas skipper, the raging Cajun, the Barkley beggar, the wandering minstrel, fathead number two, a real pain in the neck, and the mixer, Mr. Ian Rudd. The last one's got a little mystery behind it. Now, right? I thought I've been kind of hard on you the past 13 weeks. I thought or last so. week was particularly harsh considering I have had MRI scans and been in hospitals and I know. stuff. So, <laughs> so yeah, appreciate uh, you know, that. I wanted to give you a positive nickname. And if you don't, if you, do you know why I said the mixer? Do you know what this is? Editing the show? Oh, no. yeah. That's Thanks fine. for that. No, yeah. it's because you make a damn good Kraken and Coke. Okay. And every week, you're kind enough to make me a drink um, when I'm in the midst of a depressing spiral of who I drafted. I appreciate it. I, I think if, do you think if the people from Kraken ever listen to this show, they'd either A, sponsor us or ask us to stop I'm mentioning gonna be their honest, product? You don't need to worry about it. <laughs> well, true, true. I don't think they're ever going to hear it. So it's okay, buddy. Oh my gosh, it's week 10. This is the final three weeks. Holy shit. This is where the teams come together. We make our final decisions and then the battle begins. Yeah, wow. I need players. I'm okay. No, I, I mean, of course, I need some players too. And last week was uh, an alarming realization that it's not over last week was good things are back in my favor it's been a few weeks you've had some ridiculous luck going your way recently and i felt last week kind of balance it out a bit you know we were worried you were you were pulling away from the pack it was going to be too easy in the final and then bam kg right back in your face right back in my face when yeah. i turned him down yeah he got revenge he mentioned that to me in the week actually he was uh he wouldn't return my calls yeah <laughs> well i'm glad that the big ticket is now on your team and uh you know, before we jump into all these players we've drafted, hmm. why don't we tell everybody, this may be your first episode, what are we even doing? 
if it's your first episode, I recommend listening to the other. <laughs> <Yeah>. Or just <laughs> that's a lot of effort though. To be yeah, fair. It's fine. Anyway, uh, what are we doing? We have a box of twenty-five-year-old NBA trading cards. Each week, we open a pack each, and we talk about the players involved. Uh, and then from those players, we can pick one each for our teams. Now, Pete's team is called the Kansas Blockers. My yeah, team is yeah. called the Essex. Jammers, Boo. and right now we both have nine players each. So yep. We're picking the tenth one today. So as Pete said, things are starting to really take shape. Now there are a couple of things. We uh, any week the the same player gets picked in the cards by both of us. He is null and void. Neither of us can choose him. If a player has already been picked by a team, he is also null and void. He plays for that team, like KG. Yeah, so if I opened Kevin Garnett this week, yeah. I can't draft him. You absolutely cannot. Keep your filthy hands off. <laughs> Come on. Um, they were his so words, unfair. not mine. Uh, and... oh, what? <laughs> um, there's always one other thing. There's, a, there's another important rule. Ian? Okay, let me think about it. Okay, so we can't draft the same player. Uh, inserts don't count. Well, we don't have inserts anymore, do we? We don't even have inserts. Yeah, so we so... don't even need to mention that. Okay. And then... Oh, I know. There is one thing. I know. it. I got it too. Are you gonna... Is it about the positions? It's about the positions. Go ahead. We have 12 spots on our rosters, two lots of point guards, shooting guards, small forwards, power forwards and centers, and two wild cards that can be anything. So, should we take a quick look at the teams? We're going to do that in a second. Uh, we're going to do that in a quick second. Uh, okay. Before we jump into the teams and what we're looking for, I wanted to give everyone uh, a reminder hit mm. us up on social media mm-hmm. we are magic blacktop that's our twitter account that's a twitter yep we're magic on the blacktop for our instagram account that's the one and you know what you can hit up magic on the blacktop.com to see pictures of the entire roster and you can listen to the show from there and in a few weeks time you'll be able to go on there and you'll be able to see one of us wearing a skin tight scotty pippin jersey which i bought in 1993 oh god <laughs> and that's to the loser not the winner surprisingly yeah, yeah. Uh, uh one of us wearing it in the middle of downtown shibuya tokyo so that'd be fun it will and uh it, it's really motivating me this week to not <laughs> lose because i have some i'm fear i'm f- very very fearful of this jersey because i've never right. seen it you're in good shape you lost some weight recently thanks you're, buddy uh, ken didn't notice yeah, premier well, one yeah we've mentioned that but i have a, a question for you last week was a it was it was a great episode if you haven't heard it go back and listen if i but, haven't heard it oh no, sorry no, i know you've you, heard it you, you looked directly at me then so <laughs> oh, no. i'm curious if you learned anything from last week that you'd like to share to the people i have but before that yeah Sorry to go back a step. I think it's just, since we're doing the quick recap, how are we going to judge who has the better team after 12 weeks? May I? Please do. I've been hard at work, day and night, toiling Mm -hmm. under the pressure of how to make this a perfect result. Mm -hmm. And I've got it. We are going to simulate using 1995-96 technology to see who has the better team. We're going to hook up a PlayStation or Super Nintendo. I'm Mm -hmm. still in my testing phases. I will add the players to a custom roster, the blockers or the jammers, I will edit their stats to accurately reflect their career in total. I'm going to be keeping a close eye on that. I will approve them with you. And they will battle in a best of seven. And to the winner, go the spoils. And to the loser, gets the Pippin jersey. So it's very exciting. I'm very pumped about it. And can I share one more thing? That I'm Please really, do. Please this do. is really exciting. I am happy to announce, after we've drafted our 12 players, mm-hmm. we'll have a finished team. We are going to be able to live stream using the power of Twitch to the masses the championship series. I'm looking forward to that. So 
Should we just clarify them for the next few weeks going forward? Yeah, let's give I them think. a roadmap so everyone can get excited and pencil it in. So we've got a few more weeks of this. This is episode 10. We'll do 12 episodes of opening the packs. And that will mm-hmm. have two full teams. Hopefully full teams because that means we've picked players in the right positions and we got no out, you know, no blanks on the roster. No blanks. We're looking good so far. Yeah. Although we'll see after today. Um, so that's 12 weeks. Week 13 is going to be us discussing the matchups, the potential, like who who had the better team, just in our, you know, just general, as we've said before, barroom discussion. Yeah, That's who not you got? R- Jason Kidd or Tim Hardaway? Michael Jordan or Clyde Drexler? Vlade Divox or... Check. Yeah. <laughs> so some of them are more easy to guess. And then also, that's the time where we want everyone to start sending in their opinions. Yeah. Who you got? Who, who Whose team you're going to back? We will have a post on both Instagram and Twitter saying, mm-hmm. please tell us who's got the best team. We'll review the teams on there and then just let us know your thoughts as well. So that'll be... So week 13 is kind of a discussion week looking at the teams. The lead up, the bye week. The bye week. And then between week 13 and week 14... I think we're going to stream three games. Because these games, we're going to try and make them full-length games. They are full-length And games. as we've discussed, on a on a game system from 95, 96, this might be 500-point total yeah. scores going on. <laughs> Michael Jordan might go for a quadruple quintuple in this. He uh, also game. might get injured. <laughs> might and then Reggie Miller will have to go for a... Uh, but so between week 13 and 14, we're going to have some games on Twitch and we'll both be tuning in we'll be we'll be talking about live them, commentating so please uh we'll, we'll, we'll share the information on that and please and then week 14 will be mid-series we're going to talk about who's in trouble what's going on what we've learned from the the, the simulations then we'll have the remaining few like it could be potentially one game if it's a sweep it could be three four more games whatever we're going to have the remainder of those games on twitch then and then week 15 the grand finale yeah it's all going to be done and it's exciting because I'm glad we're not just finishing 12 packs and being like, uh, well, I think I win. No. No, we got to have we're, some conclusive evidence. We're adding science to the mix. It's going to be fantastic. And uh, we will have more specific dates about our Twitch streaming schedule and uh, how to reach us about who you think's got the best team in a future episode. But it's a lot to be excited about. This yeah. is like my dream come true. You're a GM. You're an I NBA am, GM. I'm an official GM, a general <laughs> manager of the Kansas Blockers. I reckon if Kansas ever resurrected their teams, what were they called again? I always ask you, the Knights? No, that's this hockey. I always get it confused. What were they called? The basketball team that used to be in Kansas. The, the Kings. Oh, wait, oh. the basketball team? Yeah. It was the Kings. They, they, they left for Sacramento. Oh, no way. We had an NBA team. Are you serious? I always thought it was like an ABA kind of. No, no, we had a king. We had the Kings. Really? Yeah. That's why you. Ha- oh, it That's all makes why we sense have the Royals, now. the Chiefs, and it the Kings. It all makes sense why you hate Doug Christie. Now. I loathe that team. Why um, Doug Christie? There's more. <laughs> I hate all of them. He seems to be the one that gets the yeah. most out of you. Um, if they ever added a, a franchise, it's got to be the Blockers. I think you're, and you'd be the first person on the. On the, they'd be on the phone too I'd imagine I, yes I'm probably <laughs> calling them and the Darby Storm when they get resurrected as the Essex Jammers I'm sure they'll look for Ian Rudd well you're a man of many nicknames but hmm. um, today I want to know what did you learn from last week I'll be honest I learned nothing <laughs> well, I was so fine. depressed I learned two things I learned this is odd we've mentioned before <clears throat> we feel like Upper Deck may have taken a few shortcuts with these cards yeah a few and they're incredibly cheeky, releasing the 95-96 Seasons cards over two series. Very cheeky. It's awful. And now, we've already opened all the Season 1 packs. We're opening the Season 2 packs, which means there are going to be some players which we literally can't get anymore in the last few weeks, which is a shame. And I'm going to touch on that. But before that, do you remember 
Dana Barris came up last week. He's come up like every week. We said he must have been the through the legs card. Uh, We said it must have been an insert. When I was editing it, I was thinking... I'm almost certain that wasn't an insert. That's what card. I said. You during did say the show, that during yeah. the show, and then and then we both kind of said, "Ah, it must have been an insert." He's in both series. Dana Barris. You would think being an NBA All Star would be your best accolade, but I don't think it is. He appeared twice on the same season's NBA like upper deck ninety five ninety six regular cards. Once for the 76ers, once for the Boston Celtics. What? Two cards. Uh, you Not even a- insert cards. Two regular deck cards. And because normally, if a player's traded, it says it's got that little. There you go. They got the trailer. I did. That's pretty. I didn't even have to edit that in. That was really good. Um, but yeah, no, he has two. So if anyone can shed some light on that, I don't. I've never known of that before. A, a single player to have two two cards in the same. Season. Yeah, that I was would... checking. One wasn't from like the ninety four, ninety five, and I was I was about to have a heart attack because I thought, Jesus, we've been doing two different eras. But no, how bizarre. That is quite fascinating. I... I wonder if like Tops or Don Russ ever had an issue where a player was put on two different cards. I, I, I feel Don's standards are a lot higher than that. I feel they... Yeah, but Russ is a cheeky one. <laughs> All right. Did you learn anything else, my friend? Uh, a few things, actually. Manute Bowl. One of our favorites. He's not in these cards. He retired from the NBA a year prior to this. So you did update the Instagram, and I saw when you put a little... There's a little I byline. Made a little, well, when I found out he wasn't actually... Pickable. I I I look because I was thinking, you know, who, what icons are still available that we haven't picked before. And when I say icon, I mean players who, like you've said before, transcend transcend basketball. They're yeah. they're just everyone loves them. And I feel Manute Bowl is one of those guys. And yeah, when I looked into it, he wasn't in these cards. So I I you know made an Instagram post about him, an icon of the nineties post. And I found out you mentioned before he dabbled in ice hockey he did apparently he didn't actually play apparently he tried out or something and he got on the ice but he was on the bench or something and it was more of a pro- the sports he did after basketball were more for promotion I see but his ice hockey boots were too painful for him the ones he had custom made so he couldn't I don't think he actually managed to get on the ice but there's pictures of him in the, I might be wrong there but I think that's what I read also he boxed he had a boxing match against William the Fridge Perry, and he beat him. You know, I played poker against William the Fridge Perry in Kansas City. I played basketball with Pernell Perry with the Derby Storm, actually. I didn't play with it. I played briefly on a team called Leicester Riders, uh, junior team, and we scrimmaged with the men's team, and there was a guy called Pernell Perry, who's the Fridge's cousin. What? Worlds are colliding! Can I tell my brief the Fridge story? Yeah, I'd love to. We were playing, a, it was a poker tournament, where this is like the height of poker, right? And. Yeah. Well, we went to this bar and you could buy in for like $20 and it was like you got 10000 in chips and when you're out, you're out. And William Perry, I was at his table. I was right to his, like right next to him. So every time he played, I had the next action. He busted out like five times and every time he'd go, okay, I'll just buy back in. And they'd just give him 10,000 more chips, which means I was under constant pressure because he could never lose. I forgot about your little poker stint. That was... Uh... Paid my rent for about three months in college. That's and then I amazing. lost $2,000 on a hand and I cried in the bathtub. Let's go to, to the, the fridge. Next... <laughs> could the fridge not just bailed you out? Could yeah, not... I wish he would have, but he didn't. Uh, the fridge, actually, I've met the fridge as well. What is going on? I met the fridge as well because he... So there was a team in the UK, the BBL, the Budweiser League, the same league as Derby Storm. And there's a team I mentioned last week I used to watch called the Leopards. And they were the, one of the only teams... Uh, you know, most British teams at the time would play in really small gyms and things like that. But the Leopards had this massive London arena with a big jumbotron. You know, the full, the full works. And around that time, they tried to get American football going in the UK. 
I think they oh. had like a Euro NFL league and there was the London Monarchs Ooh. and their star signing was the Fridge Perry probably about 10 years after he'd retired from Oh my the, God. And he, I remember it was halftime at a Leopards game and he was like, everybody, William the Fridge Perry. And British people don't know William the Fridge Perry. So do, you don't know William the... Of course no. not. Of course not. He did the Super Bowl shuffle. Well, I don't know what that is, but... Oh my God. All right. Well, anyway, we have, we have digressed horribly we have, this but, week. But before... We get to the packs. You better hurry. We're going to be quick through the packs. Oh, we got to talk about our teams. Teams. So one thing I realized, and I want to read some names to you, because this, okay. this is quite depressing. I would say, and if anyone wants to counteract this, come at me. But oh, I would say, aggressive. I would say, you know, right now, if you say, what is the weak, weakest position in the NBA? And it has been for a long time. It's center. Do you Ow. agree with that? Who would disagree with you? Back in the mid 90s, I think it's absolutely small forward. Really? You've got two very good ones. And these were players that, yeah, look at your face. You're disagreeing me. Oh, I scrunched me. my eyebrows. Comparing to what you could have, those are some pretty... You've got Dan Marley and Detlef Schrempf. Well, now, it, small forward, I don't... I've got uh, Dennis Scott. There's Pippin. So I was thinking, who's left? Pip. Um, so I'm going to read some names to you as who's left, because these are the, these are, this is what I'm looking for. This is one of these players. I'll be happy with any of them. You ready? Uh, now I'm ready. Okay. So, I think the best one available is Scotty Pippen. Good job, Pete. We, there are a few players which we can no longer pick because they were in Series 1. Damn I'm going to read those off to you. You ready for this? Yeah. Some of them are heartbreaking. No. Grant Hill. Damn it. Chris Mullin, who you actually turned down. Ha! And Don't you insulted him. Dominic Wilkins. Oh, no. He is in this pack. Tail end I'm... of his career. Tail end of his career. He's oh. in Series 1. And, famously, your favorite player of all time. My favorite player of all time, Dan B- Dickow? Big Shot Rob. Yeah, I turned him down too, didn't I? Well, yeah. I think there's like... You've had like every... I have like, yeah, I have tons of favorites. And then I was thinking, so who's still, who could we still potentially pick Okay. from these cards? And I looked into it. I thought, um, I thought James Worthy might still be in the tail end of his career. He, another one like Robert Parrish, James Worthy was still playing a year prior to this. That's incredible. Which is incredible, right? Because I with, like magic. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, Worthy's not in them, unfortunately. But you've got Scotty Pippen, Glenn Rice. Yep. Spreewell, who came up for me. Several times, I think. Tony Kukoc. Ah. Oh. Jamal Mashburn. I like, no, I like Jamal Mashburn. He's cool. Cedric Sabalos. Hit that big three. We watched last week. Oh, yeah. Michael Finley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he hit one in his life. He hit a big and three. And then, who you turned down last week, or a couple of weeks ago, maybe, Glenn Big Dog Robinson. It's hard to keep track of who I've turned down. So, considering I've just named the best from the whole 90s, small mm. forwards, got to admit, you've done very well with Detlef Schrempf and Dan Marley, I And think. I think you're going to be really disappointed when I take Scotty Pippen this week. You keep your hands off him. And okay. then Dan Marley going to the shooting guard position. But you know what? While we're on the topic of your team, why don't we go over the Essex Jammers first this time? Okay, so I have point guards, Joe Dumas and Tim Hardaway. Shooting guards, Michael Jordan, Reggie Miller. Eh. Small forward, Dennis Scott. Ooh. Power forwards, Kevin Garnett and Chris Webber. Back to back. Centres, yep. Centres, Robert Parrish and Vladi Divac. And I'm in good shape because I've got two wild cards, which can be anything. Oh, so, so you, you kind of sorted that out. Well. Nice job. Yeah. Uh, this week, I'm looking for some, I'm looking for either Scotty or I'm looking for another centre. I feel like that could be a real exploit that I could turn against you on these simulations. So if you got Scotty Pippin. Dan Marley would go to the shooting guard. But then you got three shooting guards. Well, you're right, but I have a wild card okay. for that reason. And so you would have no more wild... Okay. Good point. Uh, can Drexler be a point guard? No. Anyway, okay, my point guard... I guess I'm looking for one of those, too. I've got Jason Kidd. Not bad. Shooting guard, I've got Clyde Drexler and Michael Finley. 
In the forward position, uh, I've got Dan Marley and Detlef Schrimpf. Mm -hmm. In the power forward, I've got Barkley and Kemp. Oh, that's nice. Center, Diesel, Shaq. Yeah. That's great. And then I've got a wild card, uh, Vin the Baker Baker. So ideally, you need a reserve point guard and a reserve center. And, and a shooting guard, I feel. No, I'm, I'm happy with knows. Finley, I am. But I think he's more of a forward position. He's like 6'11". He's not. He's 6'7". And okay. he, <laughs> he's gone from a point guard to a center in your uh, in your <laughs> estimation of it. So anyway. All right. Are we ready? Finally? Yeah. To the packs. As we both take a drink of Kraken instead. There we go. John Kim. Poit. You beat me. You can choose first. Booyakasha. Okay. All right. Now you win. Do you want me to read your card first, or do you want to go with the opposite? What did we do last week? Do you remember? Uh, I know what I did. Is both packs I deferred to you first. Okay. Um, so, yeah, why not read my ones, then? Okay, we'll go. All right. Here we go. You ready for your first guy? Yeah. He's well-dressed. Scotty Pippen. No. Let me finish my cool intro. He's well-dressed and never to be confused with Kenny Smith. It's Steve Smith. Great oh. analyst. Hey, okay. So you've got yourself a guard from the Hawks that we talked about. Does it say guard slash small forward, or does it just say guard? Oh, hey, it says guard. Yeah, yeah sorry, so. buddy. Don't yeah. get... You're so greedy. So you got Steve Smith, who we talked about at length last week, but what do you think about him? I like him. Uh, One-time All-Star. I don't know, he represents 90s heat basketball for me. We talked about him, obviously, last week. He's still a pundit on TV. I told you, I think he's the one who kind of seems to take care of himself the most. He's yeah. still in good shape. He could probably still, I don't know, run some scrimmages nowadays. He could play some big three. Yeah, maybe. Getting the big three. Uh, yeah, no, I'd be more than happy with Steve Smith. Uh, like I said last week, uh, I think you made the right choice overall with Finley looking at it, but off my, my decision when I first saw your cards last week would have been Steve Smith. But if I take him... I mean, that's not a bad wild card for me, so I'm happy with that straight off the bench because if, worst case scenario, that's my worst card this week... I'd be over. I'd be happy with that. Yeah, and in case people had forgotten, he was an NBA champion. He was an NBA All Star, All Rookie First Team, and you know what? He had the Sportsmanship Award. Yeah, which we would never qualify for. Speak for yourself, but I, don't, I think. <laughs> okay. Um, I think with that statement, I've just put myself out of the running. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no, come on. Um, what does it say on the back of his card? They, these ones have a little. Yeah, uh, they have a little blurb usually. Smith posted an NBA career high 37 points Eight. against the Suns and Dan Marley, March 18th, 1995. Well, I'm happy with that. I might well take him. If there's no small forward, that's not a bad card at all. Well, I'm ready for my guy. You know him. And he's, pop he's famous for what one of my players did to him. But one of my players did things to lots of people. Yeah, we well, one of, is this Jordan? Jordan. But I would say... It's not Craig Eeler. We've there's learned a, that. There's, there's two moves Jordan did which are iconic and the defender is known for those moves one is Craig Elo the other was when he went up and under the backboard no okay one was a little push off and a step back oh and, uh, Byron Russell got Byron Russell ooh I don't really he's got I've got bad memories of Byron Russell because of that he didn't really push him really I really don't think so no I, yeah no I think it was a good non-call can you imagine can you imagine the history the, the, how everything would have changed well I remember Bob Costas famously said he he guided him like a maitre d' to a table <laughs> <laughs> that's the push so if Bob Costas says it sorry can I just this is completely random but you just reminded me of on the NBA.com NBA I'm sure you used to look at it a few years ago it's changed a bit now but NBA.com they always had the daily top 10 
I followed the YouTube channel. And they got the guy who does it now who's funny, but they used to have a guy who I think was just a little bit too weird for NBA and they got rid of him after a while. But he had a thing and it's still one of the most hilarious things I've ever heard on a on like an NBA commentary. He used to say, when someone pulled up for a free, do you know what I'm talking about? Did he say Maytar 3 or No, something? but he'd be like, uh, party of three. And then when he went in, he's like, your table's ready. Oh, man. Did you know I auditioned for a show called ESPN Dream Job? And I, it was when I was 19 years old. And it was to be a sports center anchor. It was a reality TV show. No way. And I was waiting outside in Kansas City in the brutal heat, ready to go. My, my acting coach told me, you should try these things. It'll give you experience. They had a camera crew come by. And they stopped at me. And they said, what, what, are you excited for the audition? And I said, uh, yeah. And I thought, be confident. Do this. And they said, well, what's your history? And I go, well, I'm, I'm studying acting. I'm, I'm, that's my major. And they said, can you do us a little, a little monologue? And I was like, um, oh God, I can see yeah. the pain in your eyes now. And this is bad memories. All I memories. had was like this really serious monologue that was about like this guy who was like abused from his family. <laughs> and like, I tried my best to do it. And I, one of the lines in the monologue is, what the hell do you think you're doing? That was one of the lines. And it was very powerful. They immediately, after I finished my monologue, no one spoke. It was in a huge line of people. And the camera people said, thank you. And they, they walked away. And the guy next to me said, well, better you than me. And everyone uproariously laughed. And I thought, ah, well, you know, that was just the worst day of my life. Then, of course, I didn't get cast in the thing, into like the audition. But on the premiere of the show, they said like, welcome. This is like months later. Welcome to ESPN's dream job. We have 12 contestants. Let's see who didn't make the cut. And We you, got weird, serious Shakespeare guy. And I am there. I, they, they show like all these terrible people. That's awful. And then suddenly you see me and I'm wearing my suit and I look like my, the, the headlights are right in my face. And I go, what the hell do you think you're doing? And then it cuts away from me. It was the worst moment of my life. Is <laughs> you that, made me relive it. Is that footage online? I've looked anyway. for it and I, I've scrubbed it all. But uh, okay. it was... How about that for a personal story? Wow. Well... So I'm not taking Byron Russell. That's the whole story. Byron Russell brought out those emotions in you. Wow. Okay. Russell pointed in an NBA career high. 17 points. Seen better. Well, Grabbed two rebounds. God. And had three steals in a game against Milwaukee. Okay. Well, yeah. you're, okay, you're next guy. Yeah. Happy to report... Dino Raja has made an appearance. Hey, he's back. The Croatian. He must have a nickname. I'm going to the. I'm going to the internet. Excuse me. The Croatian station. Dino Raja. Nickname. If it says, I think it says friends of Tony Kukoc. That's not a nickname. What's his nickname? <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible nickname. I don't think he's got one. But I think the Croatian station sounds cool. St- would you want to be called a station? It's yeah, it like immobile. It's like a building. It yeah, yeah, but it's like you know. Uh, sensation okay that's much better the Croatian sensation there we go we talked about him last week so um, well I think the main thing to remember is that he he was a role player well he was good actually but he was one of those guys who came to the NBA late in his career and was only there for four years so we didn't get the best of him so had we this was not a Darko Milicic or Darko yeah, you said it right. Okay, yeah, I did it. Uh, it it's not one of those situations. He wasn't a bust. No, he no, just no. came over late and was at the Celtics for four years, and uh, he was a very good player. Um, your next player is another one we had last week. It's not a good start, but it's all right. We'll see how it goes. We'll see, yeah, we're not bad. This one was a player. He had a cheeky smile, like he'd just gotten away with something. Oh, the one. Yeah, I remember the. I remember the face I made. It's Lindsay Hunter. Well, hey, at least it's a good player. Yeah. Heir apparent. Oh, we said this last week, didn't we? Heir apparent to the Pistons point guard slot that was so instrumental during the NBA championship reign of Isaiah Thomas. Experienced an injury-plagued 94-95 season. 
Yeah, I we wonder, talked about him last week. I think like this would be an opportunity for you just to like lift the audio from last week and just replay it exactly about Lindsay Hunter, heir apparent. I think, uh, wasn't Drew Dumars the point guard? Yeah, okay. And you can just replay exactly what we said. But, I mean, I, I do think that's a, a pause. It's a step in the right direction. Yeah. I like well, Lindsay was, Hunter. He was good. I'll be damned. We are... We're, this is, no, no, no. It's not Scotty Pippen. This is another guy we've had. Oh, wow. So it seems like every single guy I've drafted for you has already been picked. Yeah, okay. One so of you had Steve Smith, who we had last week, Dino yep. Raja last week, Eric Murdoch. Oh, dear. This is very bad, isn't it? It's not it's great. Right. We've got 10 cards in total, so we'll see how it goes. Well, Eric Murdoch, mm. uh, with 6.43 assists per game, Murdoch led the Bucks in playmaking in 94-95. Oh, 94, yeah. Oh, yeah. He had the nebulous playmaking stat. Yeah, for the Bucks as well. I think I lead the podcast in playmaking. <laughs> this is just a rehash. All right. Give me something new. Come You've on. You've got a player. Well, he's certainly new. Okay. And this was his 11th season in the league. Vet. No disrespect to you. I'm not going to know him. Yeah. I recognize the name, but I know nothing about him. But considering he was in the league this long. But again, we're talking about a player whose prime was in the late 80s. We're not going to know this this guy, really. Vern Fleming. I think that's my uncle's name. <laughs> well, give Uncle Vern a call and ask him if he's worth putting on your team. I don't think he is with these oh, stats. Man. Although not bad. After 11, this was his 11th season. Sorry, this was his 12th season. After 11 years, he'd average 11.7 points a game. So double figures. Can't can't be too angry with that. An Indiana, uh, as Indiana's 11-year veteran. So he's, Oh, wow. So he's backing up somebody? What the, position did he play? Guard? He's a point guard, but there's no trade sign on here but however it looks like this is his first season with the Nets because he played his entire career up until this point with the Pacers as Indiana's 11 year veteran Fleming became the fourth active player in the NBA to see action in 800 games with the same team in That's March incredible. 95 so I guess fans of Indiana will know him very well but yeah sorry I can't shed too much more light on Vern Fleming I think that I honestly think that the Series 2 cards came out um, several like months later seems that way doesn't it so there's it? no more trade alerts from yeah. like the mid-season break because they've already played right they don't have the stats from the first half of this season but they're, people know they're on these teams so they don't need to put the trade alert that would explain it and that would explain why well, it still wouldn't explain why Dana Barris yeah, has got, yeah, his, we're got his own second card. Who knows? He might have a third. Yeah. Um, to the fridge. I think, like, okay, I'm a little... I'll tell you what. I already saw your next card. It's KG. Oh, man. I... But it's not Kevin Garnett. Oh, okay. It's the other KG we've had. Kevin... Kendall Gill. Kendall Gill, okay. So now you are four for four of previously drafted dudes hey it's alright I'm happy with that you're happy with Kendall Gill no okay. not at all. <laughs> but I mean we've got 10 cards we, we made the decision last week we were opening two packs each so you're things just... can get better I'm not um, it's good. It's a good job we did make the intro really long this week because uh, we haven't got much to speak about with the players yeah and thank god people really care about what we have to say <laughs> about our last week's action so Kendall well, hold on let me give the guy some credit in case this is someone's first episode uh, I believe he was an NBA Jam. That's a credit into itself. Yep. Was he, he with the Sonics at this point? He, he was, but okay. actually he was with Charlotte. But he was with the Sonics before Prior the season. Prior to this yeah. season, okay. Uh, I would say trade alert, but those are gone. So, I mean, he is a respectable player. He went for highs in the you know, 28, 32, 27, 29, 34. Good. I knew who he was. You know who he was. Right now, he may be your starting pick. No, Not Steve a, Smith. Okay, Steve Smith. You, uh, you do like him. All oh, right, uh, I've got your break pick. the cycle. I got your pick. You got right my here. pick. Yeah, I got someone. Well, I've got someone who you would not be disappointed with. It's a center. 
It's point guard, backup point guard. Ooh, great. It's a great backup point. If you're looking for a backup point guard, someone who's not going to be annoyed at taking the back role to Jason Kidd, but a player, Dependables, his middle name. Actually, I think his middle name's... I think it's what weird. No, we're going to check out his real middle okay, name in a second. I, I don't think it's dependable. You ready? Yeah. Mama, there goes that man. Mama, there goes that man. Do you know that is? Do you know who no. says that? Mark Jackson? Yeah. I got Mark Jackson? Hand down, man down. Mark Jackson. Mama, there goes that man. That's what he says all the time. Now he yeah, commentates he when, uh, That's when... That's why I guess Mark Jackson. Well, I'll be damned. Uh, Coach of the ill-fated Golden State team who could not win the big one, and he was jettisoned for Steve Kerr. Yeah, he fell out with upper management. Which is bizarre because he led them to like 62 wins or something ridiculous or 58 or something. Yeah, you can't um, like play down what he did. He got, but it, I don't know. I don't know too much about it, but it seemed like there was a massive divide between the coaching staff and the owners. And that is always going to cause problems. What about the players? They're cool with him? I think so. But then again, I think the management were probably overly confident that they would all love Steve Kerr as well. And they won several championships. And, yeah, he's done all right. Well, okay, Mark Jackson is a fantastic player. The kind of player that would try and post you up from the halfway line if he could. If there's a smaller guard on him, he's just gonna <laughs> he's just gonna work you down there. Um, yeah, Mark Jackson, who is the cousin of Escalade from M1? We're sure this time. Yeah, I got it confused. I thought it was uh, Andre Miller before. I, I confused Mark Jackson and Andre Miller for some reason. But really, let me just read this off to you from the card. Sure. Helping the Pacers to within one game of reaching the NBA Finals, Jackson started all 17 of his team's 1795 playoff games, dishing out 7.1 assists per game. That's not bad. And I've got some further career highlights for you. NBA All-Star in 1989. Just NBA, one time. Yeah, oh, I well. thought it'd be three or four. Yeah, me uh, too. NBA Rookie of the Year, NBA All-Rookie First Team, and then eight years after his NBA All-Star appearance, he was the NBA Assist Leader in yeah. 1997. Yeah. Here's what I'm Well, gonna... he ranks high, very highly. Obviously, if you look at assist totals, John yes, Stockton's 10, head and shoulders above yes. everyone, Jason Kidd's second, and then... I thought we mentioned... I, I think I guessed Mark Jackson was like third or fourth. He's up there. I know he's up there, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Here's what you're getting with Mark Jackson. His career stats, you got 9.6 points per game. So you get like 10 a game. You get four rebounds and eight assists. 10, hmm. four, and eight's not bad, man. Especially in no. a backup role. Cards a little off-centered. Not happy with that. Look at that. Look at that white border around it. Shoddy. Upper deck. All over the place. You don't think? What is... This is crap. Right. It's a bit of a shit card, right? Like the actual... I, I will say this, though. Look at the cool shadow effect, though, on the other side. They use some, like, Adobe After oh. Effects. So it's kind of... Give it that go. 3D look. So, your last card. Is it another guy I had last week? I honestly... If he was, I already forgot him. I have no idea God. who this is. Okay. Gary Grant. I know a guy called Gary Grant. Well, was he a basketball player for Certainly the not. Los Angeles Clippers? No, I went to university with him. Absolutely not a basketball player. Oh, he has a nickname. It's printed on the card. Ooh. You ready? <laughs> it might be a little misleading, but I'll give it to him. The general struggled with adversity in 94 and 95, missing the first 29 games. He felt the ill effects of arthroscopic surgery that was performed on his left knee in the offseason. Always a killer. That's not really a blurb you want to have. Oh, is, that on his, is that the actual thing on his card? Yeah, that he suffered through <laughs> surgery. Can I see him? Does he look happy on the card at least? Oh, man. It looks like he's... Is he looks clutching like, his knee in yes. pain and screaming he on the floor? He looks like he's in immense pain going up for oh, a layup. Oh, he does. And they got his knee right in the shot too. Uh, that is not the Gary I know. Um, Are you sure? Certainly not. Should we make but, a phone call? But um, the general. Because I don't feel like Gary Grant... 
I think that like warrants a nickname like the general. No, because the little general we've already had. We had Napoleon. <laughs> no, no, the little general is uh, Avery Johnson. Oh yeah, of course. Of course and then we have course, the course. admiral with. Yeah. So you're telling me this guy's the Stature-wise, general. Stature-wise, as yeah. as nicknames go, if you're calling yourself the general, you got to back that up. Yeah. And maybe he would have if he didn't have knee issues. Who knows? But what's his um, name? Gary Grant. Gary Grant. Yeah. Uh, maybe you know what? This could be a Dana Barrows situation. No, where I don't think he is. You're sure? I I'm mean, a guy's sure. name is the general. I'll tell you what he's got. Hmm. All right. Wikipedia won't even load. Oh, he <laughs> played for the Yakima Sun Kings. Hey. That. Yeah. Who we thought were in Japan, but yep. were actually in like Washington or something. He played for some some real. Okay. Uh, you know, he was a he was a great player. All right, your next card. Yes. Um, is Terry Davis. What is going on with series two? He's a big lad. He uh, thick. Is that what kids call these days? Is that like kind of fat. Yeah. Is that, is that a polite way of saying fat? What about a massive unit? We, we sound so old, Ian. Just stop, stop. <laughs> He's an absolute unit. Is uh, in '94, '95, Davis began to show signs of recovery. Another, another, another guy they talking about. Sign, his yeah. Oh boy. On uh, oh geez, from the May second '93 car accident. From the car accident. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you remember that one? Uh, I do. Collecting a season high 11 rebounds and adding 10 points in 103, 92 home victory over the Pacers. That was his That's best the- game. Was 11-10. So, other than a car crash and uh, a car crash of a and career, just, yeah. <laughs> hey, um, boy. I don't think you'll be picking him. So, that's the first five cards. Pretty disappointing, I think we'd, we'd agree. How could we have such am- amazing luck the first week where we only opened a pack? We were so confident, so carefree in those days two weeks ago. Those halcyon days. Yeah. All right, um, here's our next pack. This is mine, buddy. I have a good feeling about it. Thank you. Oh, God. Oh, he's. One hiding oh, you here. hesitated. Yeah. That's going to be your undoing, my friend. Now, traditionally, it was my turn next. Do you want to continue that, or do you want to switch it? Um, let's keep it going. Well, Ian, ask and ye shall receive. Is it one of the guys I wanted? Well, it was one of the guys you listed. Hey, I said I'd be happy with any of them. He hit a big three. He hit the big three, according to me. Who did we just talk about? Oh, Cedric, Cedric Sabalas. Hey. There you go. Hey, okay. Steve Smith or Cedric Sabalas? I need a small four. So I'll probably take Sabalas. Yeah. You can't go wrong with that, man. No, I'm happy with that. Right? I'll be honest with you. Of all the players I mentioned. Oh, damn. He dropped 50 in a game. 50 points. Do you remember we, we watched the game after last week's show? Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. We yeah, hit we, the we, big three. We were watching. I think you wanted I think you wanted to be consoled that Michael Finley was the right pick. No, 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 no. And no. I, we watched some, we watched some big games of Michael. We watched a big game of Michael Finley, which confirmed to me he was the right pick actually, because yes. I genuinely thought, yeah, maybe I would have gone with Steve Smith, but no. But Cedric Sabalos was very good in that game. So what do you know about Cedric Sabalos? Because I'll, uh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna be honest. I wasn't that familiar with him when we started talking about that team and like those players well may i ask when was his first year in the nba because i know he was at the lakers that obviously most people know him from the lakers but he also played um i'm trying to think where he was he drafted by the lakers he was drafted by the suns according to this card that's where we saw we because the game we watched him play the other week wasn't oh was it i can't remember i don't know where it was but um I'll, you know what he was drafted by the suns he mm. played for the he played for a ton of teams oh he's got one of the can I do my... Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. Reel them off. I don't remember how I usually start these. Cedric Sabalos played for the Phoenix Suns, Los Angeles Lakers, Phoenix Suns, Dallas Mavericks, Detroit Pistons, Miami Heat, Las Vegas Slam, Harlem Globetrotters, Hapoel Tel Aviv, 
Locomotive Minalian Vodi, Sioux Falls Sky Force, San Miguel Beermen. He played for the San Miguel Beermen. They're in the Philippines. I did not know that. The Beer Men, what a great name. That's an awesome name. And San Miguel is a beer company. The Los Angeles Stars, the Orange County Maywood Buzz, the Phoenix Flame, and back to the Maywood Buzz to finish his career in 2011. Phoenix Flames, aren't they? WNBA team. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you this. He was a slam dunk champion. In the WNBA. (laughs) Oh, man. Why are you killing on Cedric? How could you? He was the 1992 NBA Slam Dunk Contest champ. And an NBA All Star in 1995. Very long career. I think he went to Cal State. He was. He was. What was his? Because I know he was picked quite late. He wasn't like a. a what, Did he, he go to Cal, Cal, St- uh, I Cal don't, State? Fullerton, please God. Well, yeah, sounds about right. I know he didn't go to a big college, and he wasn't. Uh, I don't think much was. You know, he was he certainly wasn't a lottery pick or anything like that. But he had a really good career, and I think the game we watched. He was playing with Michael Finley yes. against Jordan. So he must have been on the Mavs. I think so. And it was Finley and Sabalos. They won that game. Well, Sabalos took a, a terrible shot. He was draped by three guys in the corner. And he threw up this shot that had no oh, that's business the one we going saw last in. Week. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then he was proudly pulling his jersey. And like, why not? You hit a shot like that on Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen. Yeah, you you're right. You well, there's your leading candidate hey, right now. all right, yep. All okay. right, what do we got, Ian? Give me something good. I gave you Cedric Sabalos. Uh, I can't. I got, it's, a, it's another player from last week. Damn it, what's going on? Is it Kevin Garnett? No, it's Rodney Rogers. No, no! Who's not bad? No, but I need good. I need great. Well, so yeah, tragically, like we said, Rodney Rogers later in his career, um, in a dirt bike accident, is is now paralyzed. Um, But as when he was in the NBA, actually, I remember him. It'd be good to check how long he was in the NBA for, because this card is only after two seasons with the Nuggets. And. I can, he got he averaged ten point two points over his first two seasons, and he got better. And he was known as like a a massively up and coming prospect because I remember he was just the balance in his game of being this raw, powerful, high flying, really hard dunking, but also being able to play as a wing. You know, could shoot as well, could do a bit. Well, he was mainly an inside, like you know, a powerful player, but at the same time had a bit of finesse to him as well, as we've mentioned before. Uh, can I- so, so was he injured during his playing career? No, no, no. This is okay, after. This is this after, is after right? retired. Because often is the case where we 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 joke a lot about like, oh, I don't want Rodney Rogers, but like he in his career he was he was a starter for sure. Yeah, he was. A, well, let's see some of his accolades. He was NBA sixth. Excuse me. There's a. There's a bike. There's a, a cool d- dude. What is he was. Was he an NBA? All-star? He was not an all star, but he was uh, in two thousand. So. Well, maybe he was more of a role player because he was a sixth man of the year in 2000. Like Detlef Schrempf? Like Detlef Schrempf, like uh, a lot of really good players. Um, Sweet Lou Will is probably the most popular, most famous one in recent years. Uh, like made a career on Jamal Crawford. These guys kind of, you know, doesn't mean they're... They transition from starter to sixth man and they can still be... And that's the role, you know, they, they come, they bring that punch off the bench. And uh, yeah, sixth man of the year in 2000. Um, in college, he was ACC player of the year and rookie of the year and... Yeah, he played. Give me his splits on uh, career NBA statistics. Okay, he he played twenty two. No, that can't be right. <laughs> he played thirty two <laughs> years still, in the NBA. He played eleven years, uh, and he averaged. Well, if we look at, just go back to what I showed you. It's right but there. It doesn't tell you like he this this page here gives me shows you he never he was really injury plagued. He he started one game in two thousand one. He started seven games the year before. He started zero games, but played sixty eight. So yeah, he kind of became, I guess, 
a sixth man. But overall, let's see. He averaged for his career 10.9 points a game, 4.5 rebounds a game, and two mm. assists per game. So, I mean, definitely serviceable. Oh. Oh, no. I might have something you're looking for. Intriguing. Is it Scotty Pippen? Damn it, no. And I'm conflicted, man, because you know me. I, there are very few players who I genuinely love that oh. I, I gush over. But they're, they're guys like Dan, like Dan Dickow and, and Troy Murphy. Yeah. I know. This is not one of those guys. I'm just going to get right to the point. I would be angry, but I just I can't get away from this dream matchup of <clears throat> Shaq versus Hakeem Olajuwon. I'm, I'm so glad you said Hakeem. Do you know why? I'm... We'll get to it in a Because it's Hakeem Olajuwon? One, because it's Hakeem Olajuwon, and I'm so fucking happy right now. <laughs> Do you know the other reason why? No. Because I can see your next card. Is it Hakeem Olajuwon? I'm, I'm finger-wagging at you. How is this? It's Dikembe Mutombo? I was worried that Dikembe was about to be off the board for both oh, of us so then. you were afraid that I was going to... You idiot! You almost cursed us all! Oh, oh man. Don't it there. Hey. Oh, God. Well, hey. okay. Let's all take a can minute this, can and celebrate a, can the this big a, Can this be a, a, a first ever mutual high five? We are very excited. Two of the best big men to ever play the game. Let's be honest. I think that one of the reasons we chose 95-96, and we've had many discussions about the NBA at Premier One, our, our famous watering hole, is because we love the style of basketball that was played during this era. Absolutely. Which revolved a lot around passing and the big man and creating space. And the three was still this exotic thing. Yeah. Having a center who could really work the paint and oh. do these incredible athletic things. It's a lost art. It is. And Shaq is an awesome pickup. But to have Olajuwon and possibly Dikembe Mutombo with, with each other, imagine these, these 95, 96 I mean, I think it just improves the whole everything. It improves the matchups on the snares or wherever we're going to do it on. Yeah. It improves the chats. This is what we're talking about. Those first five cards were shit. This is what we're talking about. This is what we want. But... Before we get into Matumbo, let's. I mean, sorry for giving your card away. No, it's okay. But it's, I just, it's well I just wanted worked. to let you know why I wasn't celebrating immediately. Okay. My heart stopped for a second then, because when you said about someone to go up against I know, Shaq, that would have been awful. because the way we do this, just to clarify, we we talk about a player. I, we don't look through the pack, so I don't know who your next card after I, this is. But when I when I've just put Rodney Rogers down, I can see the next card while you're telling me my card. So, yeah, I don't do that. I keep the card yeah, on I the top. Look. Yeah, I should I, I keep it anyway. The dream. We've mm. got. Uh, here's the thing on the back, and then we'll get into his accolades in a second. Olajuwon made his 10th NBA All-Star Game appearance, repeated as NBA Finals MVP, and made the 94-95 All-NBA third team. Should have been second or first, in my opinion, but... Third team? Well, I mean, he, center, must have, you know, there he was... must have been in the first team once. No, no, no. Let me look up the stats of Hakeem. It's going to take me a bit to go through all of Hakeem's I accolades. I want to have every single one of them. Well... Before I jump, I mean, uh, man, I love... And you asked me if there was any player I would take over uh, Shaquille O'Neal. I, I specifically did say Ewing and, like, the Admiral and Olajuwon. I'm going to be honest with you. My choices for center in this era, number one would be Shaq. And number two would be Hakeem. It's got to be. Yeah. He was so dominant. Number three, I would go uh, with... It's either the Admiral or Ewing, in my opinion. And then five, I think, Dikembe right Yeah, Matumbo's a great player, and he's he's an awesome icon of the '90s for sure. Mm. And I'm I would I'm so excited. I hope he doesn't come up again in your pack or your your yeah your pack. I think Olajuwon. I honestly think it's a legitimate debate between him and Shaq. I honestly yeah. do. Yeah. I think that you could we could get really drunk, and that somebody could be like, "No, I'm I'm taking Olajuwon." Yeah. 
Yeah. So let me tell you. Let me tell you about what he's done. Hmm. He's a two-time NBA champion. Oh yeah. A two-time NBA's Finals MVP. Oh yeah. So he led them. Yep. When it was when it mattered most. Oh yeah. Uh, Michael Jordan was a six-time Finals MVP. Yeah, no worries. Um, he was the NBA Most Valuable Player in 1994. 12-time NBA All-Star. Oh, wow. Six-time All-NBA First Team. Three-time All-NBA Second Team. Three-time All-NBA Third Team. Two-time NBA Defensive Player of the Year. Five-time NBA All-Defensive First Team. Several other second and third team defensive things. He was the All-Rookie First Team. The two-time NBA Rebounding Leader. Three-time NBA blocks leader, number 34, retired by the Houston Rockets, and a member of the NBA's 50th anniversary all-time team, a consensus first-team All-American, an NCAA rebounding leader, and my God, am I tired of talking about this guy, number 34, retired by the Houston Cougars, Hakeem Olajuwon. Could you just go over those again? No, I'm out of breath. I'm tired. Yeah, wow, well... This is what we're talking about. These are the kind of caliber of players. And it's now, more fun. It's a little bit exciting to talk about these guys. And now Dikembe Mutombo. Now, I love Dikembe, but I don't think he's a as quite as as many accolades. He's not well, not probably not too far, but yeah, not as many as Hakim. However, if you're looking for defense, interior defense. Oh yeah. What's oh, more, baby. And, and if you're talking about iconic, oh. what's more iconic Ooh. than a finger wag? Oh, I love what it. is more iconic than four or five finger wags in a row oh, in the same it. in the same play? In the same play. <laughs> he blocked finger wagged, blocked finger wag, blocked finger wag, and this. I mean, like the audacity. I feel like any player that's got like a token gesture and it's not like the jeff hornacek face rub or the the jason kid uh, kiss yeah no no it's this in is in the game this is a bona fide message of you come near me you're getting sent away yeah oh. this is uh okay let's see what it says Matumba, the 94 95 defensive player of the year led Ooh. the league in blocks per game with 3.91 okay that's all it's got on the card he was relatively new to the nba in the in when these cards were made it only is uh he, this was his fifth season Averaging 13.4 points a game and a mammoth, like I said, nearly four blocks. Let's just bring him up because I'm going to. You did me the service yeah, of reading no. Hakeem's. He's, I remember he's from the Congo, which is awesome. Yep. And like one of the most famous people from that country. Okay, ready? Yeah. So, eight time NBA All Star, all NBA second team, two times all NBA third team, four times NBA Defensive Player of the Year. That's the what you. Four time NBA Defensive Player of the Year. You got that and Shaq. Uh, three-time NBA All-Defensive First Team, three-time All-Defensive Second Team, NBA All-Rookie Team, two-times Rebounding Leader, mm-hmm. three-times Blocks Leader, the J. Walter Kennedy Citizenship Award twice. We've, was that Steve Smith? Was that someone? We've, we've A few players we've mentioned. We're going to take a look at that in a second. Uh, number 55, retired by the Atlanta Hawks. Number 55, retired by the Denver Nuggets. If you're getting your jersey retired by two teams, you're doing something right. Two two different teams yep. retired his jersey. And then a bunch of accolades in the Big East when he was uh, at Georgetown. So... Wow. Fourth pick overall in the 1991 draft. And that was a bad, probably terrible draft pick. There's, well, I obviously, I think he should have gone first, but you did have Larry Johnson. LJ Cool. Yeah. Uh, Billy Owens has come up in these cards a lot. Billy Owens was drafted before <laughs> Dikembe Mutombo? Well, I think by, uh, oh no, yeah, by your, your favorite the Sacramento Kansas King. Kings. But we spoke about him before. He had a good career at uh, yeah, Syracuse. Steve Smith was just after Mutombo. I've as well, got your back on this. this. Uh, hey, Dikembe Mutombo, you've got to be happy with that. No, I am. But I have this uh, sportsmanship guy. Jay Water Citizenship Award. Here are some of the players Jay we've Walter mentioned Kennedy. Okay. who have won such award. Mm. 
Mutombo. Eight. Vlade Divac the year before. Oh. Or, I'm sorry, wait. Mutombo won it in 2000. He's he won a two-time it twice. winner. Right? Yeah. So he, he won it. Vlade Divac, Steve Smith, Chris Dudley. <laughs> and Joe Dumars. KG. And Kevin Johnson. Okay. And Doc Rivers. Kevin Garnett. No, uh, wait. Not Kevin. Right. Reggie Miller. On, yeah, Kevin Garnett. Not Kevin, Miller. Go- Kevin Gonson. <laughs> Chauncey Billups. Eric Snow. I remember him. He was a point guard for the Sixers. He was, yeah. Okay, anyway. How exciting. We love this hey, interposition. And I some... think we're overjoyed that these guys can be a part of our teams. And you know what? Who better to follow it Patrick than, Ewing. than my favorite name, Haywood Workman. Hey, the referee, Haywood Workman. Awesome. Bye. You know what? <laughs> Pacers reserve guard workman led the Pacers in assists, including ties, five times well, in the regular season. It's going to be a tough choice this week. During the Pacers' playoff run, he tallied a team third, 46 assists in 17 games. Uh, how does that compare with Hakeem's? I think that it's going to be up to your discretion. Okay. okay. But, Haywood Workman, welcome, brother. But For I a think- second, I thought you had a really tough choice. Oh, wow. But then I realized that's not Scotty Pippen. <laughs> it kind of looks like his jersey, oh, though. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah. it's... it's Jason Caffey. Jim what? Jason Caffey? Yep. He's rookie season, coming out of Alabama. Let's not do the accent again. No, we're never. Actually, we have several requests <laughs> never to ever engage and in And I'm it. banned from the state of Mississippi. <laughs> um, <laughs> they don't know how to do paperwork. Don't stop it. Okay, stop okay, it. okay. Stop it. Uh, Jason Caffey, another role player from the Bulls, you know, I wonder how many championships Jason Caffey's got. What do you reckon? Three? I'm going to say two. You're going to say two? I think he won two on the practice squad, and they were like, Caffey, you're out. Let's see. Jason Caffey. Oh, hold on. Uh-oh. Hold on. Dun, dun. We got a mugshot. We need to, first of all, make sure that is a mugshot and not just like your that is, height. That's clearly a mugshot. Come on. <laughs> it could just be his height. Yeah, that's how he checks his height in front of a fucking police lineup. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so he was arrested on some... Former NBA player Jason Caffey was arrested on Tuesday afternoon on third-degree domestic... Okay, let's not go... Oh, dearie me. Yep, that is a... Uh... All right, well, that's a mugshot, but... I want to know how many championships the guy won. I'm going to guess I'm sticking with two. Why do they stick the mugshots? It's so unterrible. <laughs> uh, he must have. Uh, he's there 95 to 98. Is it the Warriors for two It says years? right there. It says, I can't read it, but it says career. Two-time NBA champion. Nailed it. You I take- told you that he would. No, I'm, I'm, Matumbo's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a tough call. Yeah. He was there, I guess, for the, the final two uh, championships. So he would have played with... Robman Jordan. Oh, really? Yeah, on that team. He didn't so. make much of an appearance in uh, The Last Dance, did he? No, they mentioned him briefly, but he was rarely in it. Okay, go, so here we to go. go to the toilet, sorry. Oh, you're going to the bathroom? The okay, everyone, me. listen to this. Ian's going to the bathroom. It's not me. It's not me, everybody. I'll, I'll entertain them. When I met Ian, well, that's a long story. He, well, he was homeless to start. And I, I was curious, like, are you going to be okay? So I gave him a couple of Big Macs from a local McDonald's. In barely intelligible English, he said, Oh, my, thank you very much. Oh, actually, from Essex. Oh, I haven't had a good burger in about 10 years. And I felt pity. And much like Bilbo, when he stayed his hand instead of slaying Gollum, I decided to take Ian under my wing. And I coached him on the world of NBA basketball that was alien to his Essex mind. And over time, he, he became a, a friend of mine, if not out of respect, but more out of uh, duty. I, I stuck with him. And I, I came to learn one important thing about Ian. 
Never judge a man by his intelligence, his looks, his ability, or his knowledge, lest you be disappointed. And it was from that friendship that I was able to create a kind of golem of useless NBA knowledge that now sits before you in this very chair. He has many... Hey, welcome back! Not speaking ill of me, I hope. No, 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 no. We were just going over your next pick, Cheryl Ford. We, we had him last week. Yeah, and look, boom! Yeah. Rookie card. Yeah. Ugly, ugly rookie cards. Rookie ladder. Not, yeah, the, the ladders were Can totally Can I just talk Cheryl. about the epiphany I just had uh, rather than talk about Cheryl Ford again? Sure. That's the first time I think I've had taken a bathroom break in 10 weeks. People are getting worried because you go for about 14. <laughs> it's a low blow. I had to make... I was thinking, yes. if I was really sneaky, what, what I could have been doing a little Godfather-esque kind of maneuver back there. You did? Did you take the cards with you? I did. What are you doing? So while I was peeing and looking at the cards in the, with the other hand, I was thinking... That's disgusting. I could open a pack. You are get disgusting. Some good, oh, no, but they would only be good... Well, if you had a good card, I could be like, yeah, I'm just going to the bathroom. I could have some decoys in you the bathroom, could. in the cistern. Like, have you seen the, the Godfather where Michael hides the gun yeah, in the... Yeah, the gun why do you not do that? Because more, you're more, more not precisely. a sociopath. More, more, why am I telling you this? <laughs> I'm going to make him a non-worker refuge. I'm going to give him Cheryl Ford and there's and nobody gonna, named Donna Barrows. And I'm going to flush your Scotty Pippen down I'm the toilet. I'm going to flush Scotty Pippen. I'm going to feed him to the fishes. I know we said we're not going to do any accents, but I can't be remiss that you took away my boy. Okay, new rule then. No cards in the bathroom. And no more Marlon Brando accents. That was good. I, I was, think I did I a surprised. damn fine job, though. That's, that's very good. Cheryl Fault, yeah. Get him out of my face. Nah, I'd rather have Cheryl Miller. She was good. She was... Oh, yes, of course. The WNBA legend. Yeah. She yes. She, I, well, um, I would rather have her than Cheryl Ford, for sure. All right. Your next card yeah. is... A player who was... We've talked about the Orlando Magic a lot. And can you can you name some of the players from this era's Orlando Magic? Yeah, this was Nick a- Anderson, Shaq Diesel, Dennis Scott, yep. Anthony Hardaway. And there was, I would say, there, obviously those... And then a bunch of role players. We were talking about Scott Skiles before and a few other ones. This was very much one of those role players. Brian Shaw. Who's oh, hey. a coach. Yeah, he's a, he's a coach now. Yeah, is he coaching now? Uh, I, I thought he was. I did, think he is. Did he I not th- play for the Jazz? Uh, we'll have to check. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up Brian Shaw. At this point in his career, uh, he was drafted by the Celtics, it looks like, and he played a few years with the Heat, and then he went to or the maybe Magic. Maybe he was a Laker when he, on the championship teams with that, Rick Fox and those guys? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think it was that. I can see him in a Lakers, Lakers uniform. Shaw was a vital part of the Magic backcourt that helped put up 57 wins in 94-95. He played second on the team in assists behind Penny Hardaway and added uh, 0.9 picks per game. So... Can I, can I throw in some more? Yeah. Credit to me for knowing my Lakers. I hated those Kings. Three-time NBA champion from 2000 to 2002. Uh, he had some other accolades that are not mentioned. But he was, his number was retired by the UC Santa Barbara Gauchos, who was Jim Rome's school. Uh, he was a two-time NBA champion as an assistant coach in 2009 and 2010. So, hey, man, Brian Shaw's a great player, but I'm going to be honest. He is not going to challenge... Welcome to the house of Mutombo. It's funny. So, is he coaching anywhere at the moment? Uh, you should take. Oh a no! Look. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. <laughs> Where are your cards? No, I, I don't take them with me for Christ's sake. Yeah, so he was the head coach of the Nuggets, as we know from. So, for the last, from this year, he's been coaching the G League Select team. Uh, yeah, three-time NBA champion, I presume, with 
the Lakers. That's what I said. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, not bad. But he is, I, I would say he's that often forgot fifth member of the Magic starting five. He was a starter. I think so. Okay. Well, it said that it said on the card that he was a vital part of the Magic backcourt. So, you'd, well, you'd expect so. Man, can this guy take a hint? Oh, God. Just get out already. It's been every week. You've already been drafted. KG again? Oh, KG again? It's the big ticket. Okay. All right, man. Look, you're cool. We're, we're, so sh- we're shocked. You're in the I think the he's packs. doing it out of spite at this point because you didn't pick him. And uh, he's just reconfirming his life. How could I pick him over Shaq? Can I pick him again? Can I put him twice on my team just to show... Go ahead. You get plus no, one to all no, statistics. No, no. Please leave Olajuwon in the field. Okay. And your last card... Well, wait, I want to say, did you see... Oh, you already spoiled on Cut Gems. That's right. For yeah, listeners. I got told off about that. Did you really? Yeah. I tried to tell you. Why didn't you bleep it out or something? It's a shit film, to be fair. I heard it was amazing. No, I didn't like it. Well, you're the Adam Sandler to my Chris Farley. I love, I love Adam Sandler, but uh, it wasn't nearly enough wacky golf moments. See, this golf is wacky. And... He's still living in the Happy Madison, you know... Yeah. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore no, phase. It, it was Happy Madison. Was no, the, that, that's the production company. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I, that's why I screwed it up. But uh, all right, give me my last pick. Cheryl Ford. Oh damn it! Yeah. Just take a hint, buddy. Get off your ladder. Living on Mount Pius. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we've done enough damage this week, don't you think? Yeah, I would say so. And we got some decent scent. That's what we're all about. Well, you know, we did salvage it. So before, we will maybe go over the, the inserts post-show because we've got some extra time. Okay. But uh, let's, go over the, let's go over the cards. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose your cards first. Okay. And I would like you to tell me who you chose. In no particular order. Mm. The Big Ticket. Mm. Kevin Garnett. Cheryl Ford. Haywood Workman. Hakeem Olajuwon. The Dream. Cedric Sabalos, the nightmare, Eric Murdoch, Dino Raja, Steve Smith, and KG, Kendall Gill. I've got to be careful. It's like, who wants to be a millionaire? When you say, like, final answer, the, you can't go back on it. So just to it. clarify, it's Hakeem Olajuwon. At first, it was Steve Smith. I was quite happy with that. Second, Cedric Sabalos, I'd have been happy with that. I am ecstatic. So let me ask you this. With You've Hakeem got Olajuwon. Parrish and Vlade Divac. Who hits the bench or the wild card there? Well, this is a bit odd, isn't it? Because... I don't know what it doesn't really matter bench or wild card does it I'm just I mean, curious it, it, how you'd rank them on the depth chart ranking uh, obviously Hakeem number one Robert Parrish number two and Vlade third three but I guess it doesn't really matter the, the wild card is more just to protect because now I've lost a wild card spot that's the thing with having three centres I've lost a wild card spot so it means I really 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 need a small forward in the next in the final two shows yeah. Or I've got an empty roster space there. No, I don't think we're allowed to take an empty roster space. I think that you'll just have to take... I mean, you have to take somebody. I don't know, because that's... Well, then there's no Those pressure. are uncharted waters. Then there's no pressure to pick players, like positions, if you could just fill them with any position. No, no, no. I mean, I'm just assuming a forward will come up, and you'll have to put them out of position. And I don't know yet. We I don't shall know. see. I don't know. I don't I know. Think I don't to want to think that way. Then we need to be, okay, you ready? Uh, yeah, who do I got? You, wait, wait, wait. You're taking... Hakeem Milaj. Are you sure? I'm pretty certain. Okay, hi. Who lives in Birmingham, England? I think we discussed it on like week one or week two. Yep. Uh, okay. Yeah. In no particular order, your choices are Terry Davis. Okay. Gary Grant. Woo. Mark Action Jackson. Oh, damn. That's a good player. Yeah. Vern Fleming. Lindsay uh, Hunter. Okay. Byron Russell. Cheryl Ford. Brian Shaw. Jason Caffey. Dikimbi Matumbo. Rodney Rogers. You're all dispatched. Except... 
to Kenbe Mutombo. Welcome to the house of Mutombo. That MTV crib show I saw when I was like 11. Wow, that seems like so long ago we talked about that. that was like yeah, it was like episode three. Jesus. He wasn't even in the series. I love his... He had like a line of sneakers and they had like... Um, some... Weren't they affordable to be... No. There was one player... I think we said. I think we had this exact conversation. <laughs> like, so, no, I think that was... Are you thinking of Starbury? Uh, I thought Stephon there Marbury was, made no. it, but I really like the Matombo. Um, uh, they're massive. Like, I, I don't like to look at. I like them. I don't like wearing big basketball shoes. I like like low cut, very small. Like I don't like massive heavy boots. But to look at, they were super cool. They're really cool. I like sabatons, just huge giant leg guards. <laughs> Give me the Matumbos. Hey. Gosh, what an interesting battle this will be between Shaq Olajuwon Matumbo and Robert Parrish. Who we're pretending is in his prime. He's not like, you yeah. know, coming in at yeah. 38. Robert Parrish, I wonder where we'd rank him overall. Because he, he was, you know, when they did the, I guess it was about this time when these cars came out, they did the NBA Top 50. Remember oh, yeah, that? yeah, 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 yeah. And he well, made thought, it. Yeah, yeah, he made it in. Yeah, yeah, he was the, the chief. He's, Man. Uh, he's in there. So I don't know. It would be interesting if they did another one of those now. So you think Vlade is just taking notes, watching all these guys? Vlade and Dennis Scott are just kind of lucky to be in practice. Wow. Soaking it up like a like a sponge, all the information. I'm really, I'm really quite worried, though, about small forward. You're fine. 3D, man. He liked your Yeah, but the other one. Fire, fire, fire. Yeah. Just make him work 48 minutes or something ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. So listen, uh, we got a little time left. Who do you think won the week? Well, Hakeem, I would put just above Matombo, but hey, you're not going to be disappointed with either one. It's a dream matchup, not yeah. pun not intended, but like yeah, it was, it was, it was. Um, I'm gonna of. say that I'm gonna say that I won the week in <gasps> this regard. Okay. I've not because he's a better player, but I think that Mutembo's a bigger fill in that position in my depth chart than Olajuwon is in yours. I think you could have gone to battle with Vlade and Parish against Shaq and X player. Well, it's it's a it's a position you needed to fill. And right. I didn't need to fill it. Right. However, I've got to be honest with you, center uh, small forward I need. But when I look at my roster and when I'm thinking about the final roster, I'll be honest with you, I see Vlade as good as he was compared to some of the big man of men of this era. I was not overly happy with him. You know, I, I that's a, that is one place I really wanted to improve wild card allowing if i if that's one place that the wild card could improve it would so you're right you're you're you needed to fill a certain position i didn't need to fill it but i still think a larger one he is a better player um yeah. and definitely more accolades but it's gonna be what a battle i can't wait to be disappointed by the power of the playstation x what if you had got ewing would you have taken ewing over matombo oh yeah I Think about know. Matombo. Like I said, his stats are insane. They are good, but they're not as good as maybe Ewing or, or Olajuwon. But it's the whole icon factor, isn't it? And just bringing a guy who brings you blocks. Are you ready for this? Yeah. What is my team name? Well, true. true. The Kansas City Blockers. Yeah. Who better? You're not the Shakers. No. Who better to have on my team than the finger wag yeah. himself? Imagine are the you merchandise. Are you making him captain? Yeah, of course he is. He's my Post, guy. Poster boy captain. It's tough, though, because, like, Olajuwon... Or, I'm sorry, uh, Ewing was just so dominant. But I thought Mutombo also played for Georgetown. Did he not? Yeah, they both did. They both did, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, good. So let me... We need to think about what players are still out there. No, we don't. Okay. Finish <laughs> <laughs> that section. Why? What's the point? I mean, we either draft somebody or we don't. Well, We're true. in the final two weeks. So it's like... This is like when you're at, like... Okay. 
traditionally when you're in a draft, when you're in rounds 11 and 12, mm. this is where you're hoping to get some steals. You, you might be happy with a, like a Cedric Sabalos or a Dana Barros. You're just trying to fill those spots because pickings are slim. True, but traditionally in those drafts, the best players have gone first. It's not luck of the draw. Right, but I'm saying like, it's okay. You should just if, be happy to fill the spots. Yeah, yeah, we're not, this is it. This is, we've, we've had I think an opportunity. I think it's, I think it's kind of curious to think about what players are still out there, though? Who we've got to be excited about? Oh, you're always no. I'm living in the now. I'm happy okay. I've gotten Mutombo. I'm just living. I'm just so excited. And you're always like, oh god, hope I don't muff it. Okay, I'm I'm absolutely switching your cards up next week. It's like you're you, you're taking you a penalty kick. You're the guy who'd sail it over the crossbar. D- you're just so nervous about what okay, could be. I'm not nervous. I just think it's interesting to think about who's still out there. That's all. Nothing about my, I got. Absolutely no problem with team, but people like Patrick Ewing, people like Scotty Pippin, people like you know they're they're a team. Both teams could be massively Look, I live, improved. I'm just still. whoever comes my way, I'm ready with open arms. I'll except keep, for Kevin Garnett, just stay out of the packs. I'll keep that in mind for next week. Your reaction if you get no one. <laughs> You're a no one. How about that, you jerk? Touché. All right. So Ian, what did you think about this week? Did you have a good time? No, hate it every second. You idiot! You got a on So here's the thing. If you want to reach out to us, please hit us up on Magic on the Blacktop on Instagram. Ian's doing an awesome job of updating, you know, each week some cool players and our, our packs. Let us know what you think. Do more than the like. Go the extra distance and make a comment. We love to hear it. If you're on Twitter, we're on Magic Blacktop. And check out the website, magicontheblacktop.com. Ian, hmm. you did it. You have surgery this week, don't you? Oh, an MRI? Maybe. I've had the... Oh, I'm oh scared. God. I'm scared. Why do you remind me of that? I'm fine. I'll be fine. I feel great. No, that's good to know. So, uh, see you next week, buddy. See you then.